Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. My bio reads from troubled teen to teacher of the year, 100-pound weight loss, blah, blah, blah. You know the sort of thing you're working on in your before and after life story. So at the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. When I was teaching high school, there was a certain, I guess, denomination or religious sect, maybe, that did not celebrate Christmas or birthdays. So when I would have, you know, something about it, or the kids would wish each other happy birthday, or whatever the case was, they could not celebrate or even participate and had to sometimes leave the room and go to the library. Now, I know that's hard to be singled out when you grow up not able to celebrate Christmas or birthdays when everybody else is. But what about those that choose to celebrate Christmas, but they don't really believe in the story of Christmas an atheist Christmas, so to speak, I guess. And for the first good many portions of years of my life, I celebrated Christmas. I mean, we always had Christmas trees, and we did the singing, and we even did caroling around my little hometown. And sometimes we would even participate in the church programs and sing the carols. And I never really, really understood the importance of Christmas and the connection it has to Easter. Well, you might say, well, we don't have to get to Easter yet. That's not for several months away. But from cradle to cross has become a kind of popular slogan. And really it is because when Jesus came to earth, he knew the reason that he was here. He knew what he was going to face. And, you know, the one song that always sticks out, Mark Lowry wrote it, Mary, did you know that your baby child would one day walk on water? And then he goes on to sing, did you know that your child, and it, there's, you know, many versions of different songs that talk about Mary and about what was going on around this time. It came to pass in those days, there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. Well, what does taxing have to do with Christmas? Well, they wouldn't have been in Bethlehem for one thing, because that's where they went from Joseph's line, his home taxing place. And they wouldn't have had the sheep and the shepherds and who knows what all could or would have happened. But all I know is as a little girl, I loved Christmas, but I didn't really understand. Yeah, we had the nativity at our church. We had a manger. There was the baby Jesus in there, and I loved talking about baby Jesus, and I loved, you know, the Christmas songs and the stories. But what did that have to do with anything in my life, really? Well, you know, you say, well, this is the spiritual side of life. And it is if you make it that. But if it becomes about trinkets and celebrations and, you know, all of the frivolities of Christmas and the stories and the tinsel, and that's really what it is to most people. And I was included in that until the day that I no longer wanted to live, much less celebrate Christmas. I didn't even want to have another birthday. So I was in the category that I don't want to celebrate anything, this miserable life of mine. I didn't even want to have a song sung. I didn't want to do any of that because I didn't want to live. And then I found out the real reason that Jesus came to this earth. 
Because when I cried out to God and said, if you're really real, if this Jesus guy really was your son and you sent him to love me, I need to see it in action, God, because I don't want any of this. And I was just honest. And God wants our honesty. He doesn't want us going, oh, yes, thou greatest and mightest, holiest king. I mean, that was the Pharisees and the Sadducees in their day did that. And what did it get them? Absolutely nothing. It was the beggars, the down and out, the people who were depressed and diseased and downtrodden. Those were the ones that Jesus came to love on and to seek and to save. And that includes me downcast, downtrodden at the end of my life, in my 20s, I didn't even see a future. And of all the things he had me to do when I came to him, he wanted me to teach. I had hated school. I'd dropped out and run away for six weeks one time and didn't want to come back. And what? Now you want me to teach? (laughs) And 20 years later, you want me to help start an alternative school for troubled teenagers? Yep, that's what I do. That's what I did, and that's what I have loved. I still do jail ministry here in our new place in Florida, and I do a lot of work with schools and teenagers and even life support groups and in the church. There are so many needs. If you think that somebody around you doesn't need you, just walk down the street. There's some little old lady whose husband went to be with Jesus many years ago that would love for you to stop by and chat and give her a hug. People aren't really looking for things. They're looking for something to fill that empty place in their souls. And that is why we celebrate Christmas. He came when the world was dark. He came when there had been no spiritual light for so many years. And even though the Jews, of course, had their own celebrations and times of involvement with God, and it's still the same Jehovah God that Jesus was sent from, and God came because he so loved the world that he gave himself God gave his only son that whosoever would believe in him might never perish, but have eternal life. We have some friends, several friends right now who are facing that eternal life. And one of them the other day said, well, I pray every day. This is where I came to know Jesus as my Lord. And yes, I'm ready to go. I believe that if I were to die right now, I would be in heaven with him as my Savior. It's that simple that an elderly man can have that happen at the end of his life, or a little child, three years old, four, five, seven, ten, can understand the true meaning of Christmas. Why did Jesus come to this earth? Not to be a little baby and sing about him, not to talk about his parents or his sheep family or the shepherds and the kings and the wise men. And it wasn't about any of that. So the tinsel and the trees, I love all of that too. We're decorating today, even as I'm writing this. But the real meaning is that he so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not die, shall not perish, but have everlasting life. So what do you have to do? Do you have to do good works and work in a soup kitchen and win souls and go back? No, you do those things because you love him. But to see him, 
to know him, to be with him for eternity. Your job is one word, believe. Can you believe that the great God that created everything sent his son, that God came incarnate as Jesus to live here, to show us how to live, but to die for us on the cross. And that's why Christmas is tied to Easter. That's why if you're an atheist, you can still celebrate all the tinsel and the glitter, and but your soul will still be empty. You will still not have that fulfilling feeling that, ah, there's purpose in this life, and I can do all things because Christ strengthens me. Whatever he calls me to do, I don't have to be timid or afraid. I don't have to worry about posting this because God so loved me, he gave Jesus to die for even me, a sinner like I was, like I am, and like, unfortunately, I will probably still say and do things until my last breath that I'll say, God, forgive me. So today, the best Christmas gift you can have, ah, Jesus at Christmas. God, I pray for those that are listening, those that love my Savior as well, and it's also praising their Savior. Thank you, God, for that, because we get to spend all of eternity with you. But for those who are listening that have never said, God, I want you into my life. I want to believe. I want to be able to step out in faith, and I want to have that joy and that peace and all of the other things that I see others having and that you promise. That's what I want. And then tell him, and I'll make you Lord of my life forever. And he will be there in a heartbeat, my friends, just like that. It's that easy. And yet it's that intricate that it covers the scope of all of eternity And we don't have to understand it. We just get to enjoy it. Merry Christmas. I'm Dr. Pepper, shaking the salt. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.